When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. We've all been to funerals, and it's sad. And we've all been to the burial site where we go to bury our loved ones in the cemetery. And we watch as the casket is lowered into the ground. Well, this family in the Bronx got a little upset. Apparently, the people at the cemetery didn't know how big the coffin was going to be. So the hole wasn't big enough. So when they were lowering the casket into the hole, it didn't quite fit. So they tried to push it down in there and they couldn't quite get it. So it, they damaged the coffin and ripped it open and it revealed mom's hand pops out. <laughs> It's not funny. I'm not laughing about this. It's not funny. And then they just set it off to the side and the pastor said, hey, why don't you go get some more tools and we'll make this hole bigger? You would think, this is just me thinking out loud. You'd think that if you were an employee at the cemetery, you know how big the hole needs to be, right? I mean, you have a backhoe. And you put it in the ground and you put it down there six feet, maybe even seven. And you, the, the backhoe probably is about as wide. If you were a smart cemetery, your, your hoe is about as wide as what's needed for the casket, right? Maybe that's just me. Maybe that's just me. I don't know that the family is real happy and they're now suing the the uh, the funeral or the cemetery because uh, they were a little upset that mom's hand is flopping out of the coffin and they just set it off to the side while they were burying. <laughs> now the argument to that really is she's already dead, right? This doesn't matter to her. It's not about that. It's about the pain and anguish of the family. There you have it. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. All right, so normally I try not to, uh, you know, talk a lot of politics on chewing the fat. But, uh, you know, we have, it's big news, big news today. I mean, we've got Andrew Cuomo, and uh, so I've got to talk a little Andrew Cuomo as the show progresses. And uh, we also have got sad news about one political leader or former political leader, Barack Obama, uh, turns 60 today. And if you're listening live, it is the 4th of August. 2021 and that is his birthday which is today and uh he's having the big party 
uh, going on out at Martha's Vineyard. He's got all the big muckety-mucks coming to his party. But the sad news is because of the Delta variant, uh, he has now decided that he's got to, uh, you know, tone back, bring back the party a little bit. We're not going to, you know, we're just going to scale it back just a little bit. It's just going to be family and close friends. Of course it has to do with the coronavirus and the Delta variant. It has nothing to do with people actually finding out about the big party and blasting him for having this super spreader event birthday party. Couldn't have anything to do with that. No, 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 no. It's all about people's safety. So anyway, you're gonna, I feel kind of sad for him that he can't have his big 60th birthday bash. But look, I'm sure George Clooney and Steven Spielberg and Oprah... I'm sure they're gonna they're gonna find a way to be his close friends and family at the party. Don't you worry about that, not one little bit. And you know, I was looking at uh, some of the uh, there's a list on one of the emails about the presidents because we know that Joe Biden, our president, is uh, what is he 78 now, and he was the oldest newly inaugurated U.S. president in history. And the youngest president to assume office? Go ahead. You can tell me. It's right. Teddy Roosevelt. He assumed office at 42. I mean, that was rolled right off the tip of your tongue. Now, everybody knows that JFK was the youngest elected at 43. But, uh, and John Adams? John Adams. You remember John. Right? One of the, one of the founding racist fathers. Uh, he was the first of six presidents to live into their 90s. Man, then you talk about a guy that wouldn't go away. All right. What is going on with California? All right. So for a while, I've had this story in the fat pile about the bacon disappearing in California because they've come up with some new pig rules that is going to affect the entire country, not just California. All you got all the pig farmers scrambling because you got to breed pigs and chicken laying eggs and veal calves and they got to have more space to breed and you got to be nice to them and love them and pet them and comb their hair. I don't know what you got to do, but the pig farmers are all scrambling because they don't have enough room. Like it's going to cost them millions of dollars to upgrade their hog farms to make sure that the pigs are more comfortable before we kill them and make bacon. I don't understand. I honestly, I don't understand, but that's happening. So there may be a bacon shortage at some point. You know, I'm okay with there being a bacon shortage in California, but not here. How about the hog farmers go, you know, we're not going to do that. We're just going to cut California out. Well, I mean, they're a big market and they sell a lot of bacon in California. So, you know, I'm just saying that perhaps that's an issue for these hog farmers. But their California is putting up their new rules. They don't even know how they're going to enforce it really yet. And uh, they say that California is 15% of all pork produced in the country. They consume 15%. That's a pretty big market for the rest. I mean, California is eating some pork. However... I would like to have the pork farmers say, screw off. You know what we can do without your 15%. And we'll see who, we'll see who wins that battle. 
I bet you the pork farmers win that battle. Because when uh, the everyday California goes and says, yeah, I'd like some sausage and eggs with some toast, uh, we, can, we can hook you up with the eggs and the toast, just no sausage. And there's no pork chops, there's no bacon. What? Yeah. Pork farmers would win that battle soon enough. Now, though, now, California is being reported that there's going to be a shortage of tomatoes. Okay? So, California, the country's biggest tomato producer, uh, is going to be short by about 5 or 10% because of this drought. So, we're going to have a little shortage of ketchup. This is unacceptable. I say, I don't care about the salsa. I don't care about the marinara sauce. I don't care about your little produce stands with your little cute, oh, those are the beef steak tomatoes. Those are so good. No, I don't care. Whatever tomatoes need to go to Heinz to make Heinz ketchup, that's what needs to happen. The rest of the the rest of the tomato business can be put on hold. Seriously, the rest of the tomato business can be put on hold until we take care of the Heinz ketchup. Once we take care of that facility, then we can go ahead and spread out the rest. I'm just saying. Uh, you know, the, when the drought is going to start affecting my Heinz ketchup, we've got some sort of problem. There's some sort of problem. And you don't want none of that. You just don't. In fact, I... I'm a little pissed right now. I'm a little pissed. In fact, let's just go to the break room and I'll get something cold to drink because I, I, I can't. I can't take it anymore. I will not have Heinz. I will not go to the. I will not. I will not allow the grocery stores to have empty Heinz ketchup shells because California can't produce enough tomatoes. That will not happen. No, not on my watch. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that is so good. <sighs> That's not the new Coke either. That's not the new Coke Zero, my friends. Okay. <laughs> it just isn't. Uh, we know that that's not as refreshing. So we found out that, uh, you know, Andrew Cuomo is a douchebag. Oh, wait, we already knew that. Uh, we already knew that he was a huge douchebag, but it's been confirmed yesterday. Uh, no doubt about it. Now, they, we go down. Uh, you've got documents uh, about his sexual harassment now. He's done all kinds of sexual harassment pledges. And he's, uh, you know, he's pretty much guilty. Although, you know, there has not been a trial. And so I figure since uh, I see that uh, the number one Andrew Cuomo hater in America is a Stubergeer. I you know, I, Janice Dean is an Andrew Cuomo hater because, you know, Cuomo killed, I don't know, thousands of people, including some of her family members, over the COVID nineteen. But Stu pretty much encompasses the entire douchery of Andrew Cuomo. And so I know he's going on vacation and if you listen to that I don't know, whatever show that is down the hall from this joint that runs uh, on this network. Good I said because GB or something. I don't remember his name. Uh, he does a radio show and he works with Stu. And uh, but I know Stu is going on vacation, but I want to get him in here and uh, talk a little Andrew Cuomo before he goes on vacation. 
This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All right, so I know that uh, Stu Brigier is on his way out the building for his vacation, but, you know, it's a celebration. It's a celebration for you. It is you. a big day. It is a I big mean, day. the last couple of days have been just it's a party for you. I mean, Andrew Cuomo is awful. Dot com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, it's so true. your boy, is he going to leave? They're going to have to drag him out. First of all, if he believes he can hold on to power, he will not leave. The idea that he will not resign, I think, is a little bit misleading. Because if he believes he's going to be impeached for sure, it's very possible he resigns. Nixon, right? Right. If he knows it's going to happen, he may cut the corner and resign so he doesn't have to actually have the full uh, follow-through of that. Uh, You know, similarly, like if he is completely certain he's going to lose re-election he may not run uh right so there's there that may save him right if he says i'm not going to run again yeah now the best thing for him probably is to hold on somehow get through this not get impeached and then probably for him ideally tish james who is the attorney general the democratic attorney general runs against him and then he really can make the case oh it's just politics this whole time she wanted to she wanted this job right. and then maybe he can convince the new yorkers who Apparently, will believe anything about this guy. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, that he's okay, but it, it's it's a tough road ahead. And, His and world wants him gone. Yes, right. I mean, he's got he's got the president of the United States yeah. saying go. He's got Chuck Schumer. I mean, when mm-hmm. Chuck Schumer, Chuck Schumer, Chuck Schumer doesn't out. say things about Democrats that are bad. Right, <laughs> he's saying he, you gotta <laughs> yeah. go. Yeah, there's right? multiple levels of this, Jeffy. I think it has to escalate. Like first, it starts off with Republicans, right? Republicans come in, they say, oh well, oh, we yeah. think this guy, but that's easy, right? Then it goes to local officials local democrats that started a long time ago yep then it goes to statewide local so the, the gillibrands oh, the, yes. the schumers they did that in march but that's where it stopped and his excuse was wait for this report when the report comes out i'll be exonerated everything will be fine right. and that worked on the two higher levels sure. which is to me national democrats and the president of the united states and so we saw yesterday national Democrats like Nancy Pelosi come out and say right. he should resign. And then also the president of the United States sticking by to his credit, his yeah. word that if this comes well, out and says to. he had to, he had to. But again, like we, I think oh, we have this impression of Democrats, correctly so, that they can just, I mean, Governor Northam's still in office, right? Like the guy is on, <laughs> you know, he, there's photographs of him in blackface. Yeah, but he wasn't, he wasn't. Hey you! No, he didn't. Uh, he didn't. He, vi- but again, he violated something that if a Republican did it, they would absolutely be out of office immediately. Uh, same thing with Cuomo here. There's a certain amount you can push through. Uh, you know, we, we you learn this with like you know Aziz Ansari, right? He had some accusations against him. That's no. to me, I thought were just sounded like a you know a bad date, and he's been <laughs> he's been defended by a lot of people. Yeah, he, has. he took a year or two hit really to his career, mm-hmm. but was able to push through it. 
you know, Harvey Weinstein's not pushing through it. This is somewhere no. in between those two, clearly, uh, but uh, too much. I don't know. Cuomo has pretty much uh, run his world like it appears this report says he did. Yeah. Uh, forever. Yes. I mean, this, this isn't the only 11 people that he's done this to. Right. And that's why I don't have uh, T-shirts and mugs that say Andrew Cuomo is a sexual harasser, because it's so much more than that. Yes. Is he, is he a sexual right. harasser? Absolutely he is. But in addition to that, he's an awful person <laughs> in every <laughs> yes. single core Absolutely. way. Absolutely. That's his being. Yeah, it really is. It's just who he is. So there's this sort of... Uh, two-sided front for these employees, and really in some ways three, but like they would come in and get sexually harassed, but at the same time see themselves and everyone around them berated for the tiniest mistake or the right. tiniest disagreement with Cuomo. So they were all terrified uh, to to say anything about it. And in addition to that, think of this. Like, well, the retribution was do you were done for. You were done for. Yeah, like they'll done. berate you. They'll throw yeah. you out. They'll say you're a terrible person. They'll leak things to you, to the you're press over. I mean, about you. You're lucky you. to work for anyone in politics again, ever. Exactly. And the other part of this is if you admit it, right, one of the, one of the um, uh, accusers, uh, actually I think two of them, but one of them I remember specifically was the trooper who he didn't just – put his hands on and, and do some of these things that maybe we could talk about. But also, <laughs> she was not even qualified for the job. She only had two years of experience. Uh, and Was she a state trooper? She was a state trooper. she's qualified. She needed three or uh, three or four years of experience uh, to qualify for protection. Don't start on bogging Google. me down with facts. <laughs> so he overrides the, the rules right. uh, multiple times. Because the first time he does it, the the underlings are like, oh, we can't we can't do this. We want, no, we want to play around. We can't. And then the the governor's all, governor finds out about it personally. So they tried to save her. They tried to save her. The governor finds out about it personally. Says, "Where's my girl? I said, bring her on. Where is she?" And they say, uh, "Well, she didn't have the experience." Yeah. The next day, uh, two senior aides call uh, the police and say, "Hey, uh, actually, we're changing the rules. She can come on." She comes on, and like so at bad. one point, he the governor goes up to this twenty. I think she's twenty eight years old. Her uh, cop and says, on his own detail, and says, "Hey, can I kiss you?" In the middle of like a normal circumstances, she's like, uh, she's like, I didn't know what to say. I, uh, sure. And the correct and answer like, is where? Right. <laughs> and she kind of turns her head for the cheek kiss. He gives her the cheek kiss. And um, another officer sees this. So the other officer goes, hey, you know, the governor never kissed me. And like you think about what position this puts a female in. Right. right? She, Holy if cow. she complains about it. She's basically saying the only reason I, I have this job is because the governor wants to sleep with me. And no woman wants to admit that about herself. And she shouldn't be put in that position, right? Not oh, no women. Kamala Harris. Okay, that's a different, it's okay. a different story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's a totally different story. Not all women. But some women um, don't want to maybe be seen only as a piece of meat. Correct. Right? Um, and that was the situation he continually put these women in. And to the point where uh, you know you get eleven complaints. I mean, you know, some there's a couple there that are are more on the minor side, but a couple that are real. I mean, I mean, the guy crimes. is a dirtbag, right? I mean, yes. my my favorite was the one where they're holding the door open for him, and he walks by and just rubs his hand across yeah. the, across the stomach. Yes, you know, that's now, and, awesome. I mean, you know, between the breasts and the <laughs> private parts. Yeah, okay, <laughs> you saw that. That's yeah, the yeah. stomach. Yeah, okay, okay, that is the stomach. I got it. Granted, but let me let me sell you on this one a little bit. Because you're right. Like the way it was described was between the breasts and the and the privates, and it's like, okay, right. that's just the stomach. Okay, we got it. But again, this is an officer 
who's on duty, right? right? You don't put your hand, and as she describes it, the center of her palm, of his palm, on her on her belly button. Right. So that is like a uncomfortable place to touch someone unless you have a relationship with them. In addition to that, if you read her actual testimony, as she as he is walking by her. He sort of drags his hand out, and you and you think about this like let's say you're a total dirtbag, and you're walking by a woman. Let's you just wanna, say you, you're a hypothetical. You're let's a dirtbag. Let's say Jeffy. <laughs> just say I'm not saying that you strategized this multiple times and executed it, but I'm just saying like you're walking by a woman and you say I want to I want to I want to touch her belly. It looks nice. Right. Oh oh no, my hand it's out here. Right. And I don't realize what I'm touching, and you drag your hand across. She specifically says that's not what happens. She says. As he's walking, I don't know the directions, she, he's walking by her to the left. The hand starts right in the middle of the stomach and then moves and then to drags. the right. Yeah. Not not the way he's walking, but back moves across back. her body yes. the opposite way toward her hip. Now, look, that is not only is that not, uh, it's impossible to say it's unintentional. Right. Right. In addition, he's trying to communicate to her oh, yeah. that I'm doing this on purpose. You're darn right. This is not is. my hand just dragging by and it happens to graze you. This is his hand moving in the opposite direction of his momentum to kind of pull her in. Right. And this happens, you know, of course, he asks to kiss her multiple times. So, it, you know, and that's, it is, the, and that's the same that he's doing with, hey, you. Yeah. As he's rubbing the back of yes. the, the neck and down yeah, the back. This is a damn officer hey, you. you're talking about. You know, you hate, hate you. You know, on the surface, to hear, you know, he says, I mean, he's sorry that you didn't understand him. Yeah. That's right. what he's sorry about. Right. Yes. He's sorry he's, you didn't understand what I was doing. Oh, God. No, we so all bad. understand what you were doing. Yeah, he, he puts all this effort into, um, you know, this uh, this defense, this 15-minute defense video right. he puts out with montages of photos of him Incredible. kissing others, hugging others. First of all, even the woman... Take out the fact that he's he's doing the the total Martin Bailey here thing, right? He's going for the the <laughs> yes. lightest accusation and defending that instead of defending the real crimes that are clear in other places. But even that one, she says not just that I was upset that he grabbed both sides of my face and pulled me in, right? Like yes, we all know Italians do that at some point. I think every okay. Italian I've known has been respectful and not done it to people who don't want it done. But this happens. After Jeffy, he comes up the first time they met. She's a fan of him. They're meeting at a party. He puts his hand on her lower back on a bareback dress. Now, look, that's something you don't would only do to someone. Me, you know, you don't just do that to someone. That's someone like you've dated. Maybe you do that. I mean, uh, some you're, would you're say, dating. why are you wearing the bareback dress? <laughs> but <laughs> I, not me. I forgot what podcast I'm say. on for a second here. <laughs> but yes. OK, but. After that interaction happens, he puts his hand there. She's uncomfortable. She then physically removes his hand from her. After that interaction, Holy you cow. certainly don't grab a woman by both That's sides enough, of her right? face and That's pull enough. her in. You right. don't do it. You know she's well, signaling to you. Well, if you're a douchebag no. like Cuomo, you do because that's your way of saying no. You're not going to remove you're my not hand re from your back. You don't say no to me. Correct. You do not say no to me. That's clearly what he's signifying there. Yes. And like this is all throughout the report. Again, it's you know it's also leaking stuff to the press about these people. It's also uh, intimidating them uh, with their with their careers and and everything else. It's really extensive. Um, and uh, you know he he does this thing where he goes after and tries to defend these the lighter sort of accusations right. that are in the report when there's real criminal stuff. I mean, like there's like legitimate sexual assault. And the, maybe the funny part about it, if you if you want to find some humor, is some of the uh, accusers, if taken by themselves, 
you know, you, if you only, if there's only one, one. Uh, you might say, well, maybe she she uh, really did misunderstand. Right. Maybe she right. didn't really get. You could make those arguments. What's sure, who, there was an age difference. Yes, sure, forty years. Maybe he's whatever. a he's a he's a grandpa. He's a little bit. He's not really grandpa, but he's a grandpa age. He's a little bit like. Uh, a little too familiar with his younger employees, doesn't realize the power dynamics. There's all sorts of excuses you can make for one or and two of these does. situations. And he does. Um, however, you can't go through this and uh, deny the worst of it because you know the worst of it is real criminal type stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and his reactions, he does, you know, he does the same thing to so many of these women. Yep. Some oh, of them... His- Modus operandi, right? Man. Like the that's the whole like deal, I'm man. taking a photo, squeeze, squeeze is definitely part of his his shtick. Um, and I mean that's just a basic way to take a photo, though, Stu. No, you got to do the you got now you got to do the Keanu Reeves thing. I, I'm on board on this. Have you seen the Keanu Reeves thing? If you ever see a photo of Keanu Reeves right. with a woman, you know, like a fan, um, you'll see he has his arm around her like you always right. do. But his hand is up above Always the shoulder, up. straight yeah. up. Always up. You could tell exactly where Keanu Reeves' right. hand is in every photo, right. because again, forget like look. I believe Andrew Cuomo did these things. Like that on pictures, but go ahead. I believe Andrew Cuomo did these things. I believe he's a total. Dirt I don't bag. think anyone doesn't. I know. Right? I, I don't Except, think he even has a defense. I mean, he doesn't even. We he should, doesn't even believe himself. And we should point out he's not even writing his own defense at this point. Chris Cuomo wrote his defense. Chris Cuomo was caught in this report emailing a statement about these uh, accusations. I'm sure he covered it all last night on his program sure on CNN. I, I almost wanted to tune in just to see if he would actually do uh, it. My understanding didn't was he didn't it. mention it at no all. No mention at all. I, it is inexcusable for CNN to leave him on the air. I mean, in, in all seriousness, he is... I understand he's your family member. you know. And if, it's, if it, family's more important, then family's more important. Then don't do your job right now. You need to go on suspension right. or leave for six months while this is going on. And if he leaves office, then maybe you come back in. And but you can't. It's totally unfair to to uh, to to an audience that is supposedly there for news to bring on a guy who is behind the scenes manipulating the news story in real time. Well, maybe that's why he didn't say anything, because they brought on Jeffrey Tubin, I think, sometime during the course of the day <laughs> yesterday to, to explain it and make sure everybody had it all cleared up. So it's all good. They need a symposium of Andrew Cuomo, Chris Cuomo, Jeffrey Tubin. What was the <laughs> uh, anybody who's been accused of some terrible crime on CNN? You could bring them all in at the same time. Uh, it's it really is okay. bad, so, and, and that's why this is why we have Andrew Cuomo is awful. Dot com. com. The uh, so what happens now? I mean, is he going to go? We, has, I say I think I think I like your plan of he's not going to. He'll say he's not going to run again. That saves him from getting impeached. Yeah, I think yeah. there's multiple steps here. The, one of the biggest steps is is the state and the Democrats going to hold to their word and actually try to impeach him? I think. I they think they, they will. I think they will. Do they have enough? Um, I think they know he's toast. Not because necessarily they care about him harassing women, but I think they realize he's so damaged they'd rather have someone in. They can be more effective. Remember, if you're in New York, you're in a different situation than like a president. Or even Ralph Ralph Northam, right? Ralph Northam get, gets damaged. They could lose the Virginia governor election next time. They're not going to lose here um, right. when it comes to – they're going to get another Democratic governor in there um, in all likelihood unless it's Cuomo running. So, like, at this point, it's actually damaging to keep him, and that is right. why I think they may actually take action. I believe they will move to impeach him, and I do believe that it 
if it's going to happen, which I think it will, Cuomo likely steps down before it happens. So they can't impeach him. It's, so he just steps yeah. down. I can't take yeah. it. You don't yeah, understand it's, what I'm I was a distraction. doing. I'm quitting because you people are too dumb yeah. to understand what happened. And then he'll get he'll be able to slide into his Democratic. Um, right. You know, I'm running a, a super PAC. Thing is, though, um, I mean, this guy. The reason these people are all against him, though, is because he's been such a douchebag yeah. to all of these he's, people. He's been a bad guy even he to Democrats. He bullied all of mm-hmm. these people right. uh, the go- as governor of New York. You're 100% right. And so right. now it's like they have, I mean, they, they've got their shot yeah, to bring I, him down. And I think he may very well try to say, hey, you know what? I've decided I'm not going to run for re-election, but I'm not going to resign and test the waters on that one to see if he can uh, play out his term. I think he'll try that. But you're totally right. He's been a jerk to Democrats. Yeah. People people feel about Andrew Cuomo the way people who work around here feel about you, which is Boy. they hate you. Yep. They hate you. Thank you, Keith. They hate you in every right. way. They Now, you haven't done anything bad like Cuomo has. Um, when it comes to harassment or anything, hey you. Um, I mean, except to me and to Keith, but yeah. but people just despise you Why? in such a deep, heartfelt way that if there's to any opportunity to get you out of here, they're going to take it. Yeah. I thought you were supposed that, to be see, on vacation. I mean, I, I was going to thank you. I stuck for, around for this. I wanted to say that to you. I thought you were. I was going to say goodbye to you and thank you for coming on, but that's not happening. No, seriously, just. Get out. We're done. Uh, go take care of your little vacation, uh, you know, or your show. Stu does whatever Stu does on Blaze TV and radio. Whatever, whatever the name of the show is, you go do that instead of being here. Okay. Real good to see you, Stu Bergier. Stu does America. I know that he isn't uh, getting tweets like this one, thanking them for giving them ideas. Uh, this uh, particular tweet coming in thanking me by saying, I don't know if I'm uh, ashamed or proud. I used Jeffy's life hack today, renewing my registration. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, they called the number several times. No one went. I checked my number, visibly threw it out on the way up to the window. Registration renewed. You are Welcome. I will say that I was actually in that particular building and renewing my registration the other day as well. And there was nobody there. Now they made me do the new, they've got the new COVID screen test number that prints out, but you still get a number, but there was nobody there. So, I mean, you print the number and I walked around the corner and the lady was sitting there, you know, she puts out her cigarette and says, is that you? (laughs) And, uh, you know, I'm right in and out. So I didn't have to use any, I didn't have to use any life hacks, but you're welcome, by the way, you are welcome. So we've been, uh, we've been talking about uh, the Olympics all week. It's almost wrapped up and uh, you know, my feeling on the medal counts, uh, they, China has more gold than we do, uh, you know, Olympic medals and they probably have more gold than we do in real life anyway, but I don't want them to have more gold than the Olympics. Okay. I don't care. I, I want some of our Olympic people to not win, but I don't want to lose the gold count. Now we have the medal count. We're up according to my according to this cheat sheet that I have. Uh, we have seventy nine total medals, and China has seventy. But 
According to this, China has 32 and we have 25. Today is Wednesday. I was doing my Chewing the Fat segment on Pat Gray on Lee's this morning. Pat said we have 26. I don't, I just know that this count says 25. But if we, I hope that we have 26, which gets us that much closer to surpassing China in the gold medal count. And did you see uh, our wrestler was just awesome? Just completely awesome. She won yesterday and was so happy to be in the USA. And she loved America. And it just made you feel good about being an American. And big surprise, if you are made to feel good about America while watching the Olympics, you might actually watch some more. And if you weren't watching the Olympics, if you were like, say, I don't know, just for an example, me. And you thought, I'm not watching these people because I don't care about their protests and they're crossing their arms for the oppressed, the intersectionality of the oppressed. I don't care. But when I see uh, Tamara Mencha Stock, the wrestler, proud to be an American and win a gold, it makes me decide, you know, I, I might have to watch some of those Olympics. I just might have to do that. Maybe. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. So as you know, here on Chewing the Fat, we are big fans of the upcoming, soon-to-be, My Son Hunter, the Hunter Biden movie, mysonhuntermovie.com is where you need to go to invest in this movie. And Phelan Mackler, the man who crowdsourced and started this all, uh, this ball rolling, uh, has been a frequent guest here on Chewing the Fat. And I wanted to talk to him again because uh, we have some some more news as uh, My Son Hunter movie uh, starts to become more of a reality. Phelan, how are you? I'm, I'm very well, Jeff. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. So the breaking news for MySonHunterMovie.com is what? We have uh, managed to, to persuade Robert, the, act, the veteran actor uh, and all-around great guy, Robert Davi, to, to direct the movie. That's fantastic. Uh, we're, we're very excited. Uh, he's a wonderful guy. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's a wonderful actor, wonderful director. Great and, history. Uh, you know, he's, yeah, I mean, he's, he's you know, he's made, more, he's made almost 150 movies. Yeah. I mean, this guy knows. A movie set, and he—I mean, I, I have to say it was quickest yes in Hollywood, almost. You know, he—I—I I, I almost didn't want to offer to him for that. Someone of his caliber won't want to be with us, you know. And he—he uh, he, we wrote to his agent. They said send the script, and boy, was he back on the phone within two days, like wow. saying, you know, I want, you know, what can I, you know, let's talk, and uh, you know, it's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's wonderful, and uh, you know, it's all. Thanks, really, to people like your listeners who funded who have funded the movie, and we're going to tell, get the truth out about Hunter Biden. 
you know, this, because the media won't tell the truth and no Hollywood way. won't tell the truth. In fact, they suppress the truth. Yeah, no kidding. So now you have, we've got the, you've, uh, we're at the point now in the fundraising and you can donate uh, as many times as you want to mysonhuntermovie.com. And uh, they, uh, we've got, uh, you've got the director. We have uh, the actor, right? The guy that's going to play Hunter. Yes. Uh, no, we haven't announced that yet because we haven't signed the dotted line. Okay. Uh, so we're, we're still under negotiations for that. Okay, I'll, I'll shut my uh, mouth then. I'm sorry. Yes. And, um, <laughs> and then, uh, so, and we already, have we started uh, allowing people saying okay to work on the set by wearing uh, some kind of mask so nobody knows who they are? <laughs> That's true, actually. I mean, you know, um, we, we, you know, we're, we're encountering that. I say people are saying, "I'll work on it," but I want, I don't want any credit. You know, it's one of the few movies in Hollywood <laughs> where people don't want a big credit, right? Um, you know, so uh, no, but we're we're, we're going to, it's going to, you know, it's going to be great. We're, we're going to film it in Serbia because Serbia is going to double as the Ukraine, where sure. so much of this corruption went on. Uh, Serbia also has lots of strip bars and beautiful women, and no movie about Hunter Biden would be complete without. Strip bars and beautiful women. No um, question you know, about that. So you know he he's still blasted on. He's not sorry for anything. You know this is a man, a drug addict who uh, who got eighty six thousand dollars a month uh, working for a Ukrainian oil and gas company. Was got a hundred thousand from a Chinese businessman. Got a diamond ring from a Chinese businessman. Was in a Chinese investment fund worth one point two billion. Uh, but no corruption here. And now he's selling his art. He's selling his. Now, Art is incredible. So let me, for a while, he was living uh, just up the road from you a little bit uh, on Venice, right? In Venice. In Venice, California. I mean, you know when people say he lives up the road? He literally lives up the road. (laughs) Uh, I could throw a a crack pipe at at, at his house and hit it from my house. And I believe you actually did throw a crack pipe at his house. <laughs> a verbal crack pipe. <laughs> yes. I like yes, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so then he moved. You ran him off. Uh, if you, if you, go, to, if you he, go to your he, website and watch your videos, you ran him off. Well, he literally, he said, you know, he, he said that he moved basically because right-wingers kept coming to his door and, and asking him questions. Right. I mean, by the way, if the media had done its job, if the media had done its job, I wouldn't be going and asking him tough questions. You know, and, you know, he lived on the Venice canals and they wouldn't answer the door. So I took a kayak up the middle of the canals uh, with a megaphone and I asked him questions. And he, he didn't seem to like that. I don't know awesome. why. Yeah, but if the, media had asked, if the media had asked the questions... We would not, we would not need to make this movie. So uh, I found it uh, right. I, I found it interesting that uh, you sent uh, Robert the script. So I mean, some of that has got to be changing, right? Because now we know, and I don't know where you, you know, obviously uh, where 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 you can end. I mean, it's an ever evolving story. I mean, we now know that you know we spoke of uh hunter you know hawking his art so that people can gain access to his father is the only reason that they're you know they're being transparent by telling us they're not going to be transparent and let us know who purchased the art and does he care he was interviewed on the uh, art podcast nota bene uh which i'm sure you know i mean of course he doesn't go to i mean his interviews are with an art 
podcast note to ben yeah. and uh when he was asked about his art and the prices and how he felt about uh, people and their information that they wanted what's your response to the people who are you know coming after like the prices of the work or just you know the the, the collectors i mean what, what's been your response to that other than fuck them <laughs> oh, that's a pretty good response I think that's all you need yeah, yeah I don't look, even care. Man, you can stop it right there. I don't even care anymore because that's how he feels about you, and in particular, he, yeah. I'm sure he feels exactly about that about you, Phelan. No problem. Uh, he does feel that about you, but I'm sure he feels that way about every other human being on the planet. Yeah, and they think we're stupid, right? They say, you know, the White House said, "Oh, he's he's not going to know the names of the people who buy his art, so they can't have an influence right. on him." Well, listen. I could go and buy a piece of art tomorrow off him, and then and he wouldn't know my name. But then I can put it on my Instagram account, or my Facebook account, or my Twitter, yeah. and say, "Just bought this beautiful piece of art. Paid a million dollars for it." You think you think that Joe Biden won't see that, or and Hunter Biden won't see that? And when I go down to looking for favors, uh, you know, uh, uh, an oil lease in the Ukraine, or, or, no, or that's or, right. Yeah, you think I that they won't say they won't do a quid pro quo to to quote uh, to quote a certain uh, president you know uh, who was misquoted. Um, so you know this, this these are deeply corrupt people. These are deeply cynical people, and these are people who think you are stupid. And you're right; we're constantly tweaking the script. We're going to have to stop at some stage, right? Because the story just keeps getting better and better and better. Uh, because they just think you are a complete, you the people are complete fools, and we're we're you know. And by the way, you're not because you're funding this movie, and they hate it. Thank I mean, you. He moved house because we were asking him tough questions on behalf of the people who funded this movie, and we're going to continue to do that. I mean, he moved up the coast. He moved up to Malibu, you know, because yeah, just to get that's away. What you do. Yeah, just That's to get away. That's what you do when you're a drug addict uh, who's, who's in recovery. You move to Malibu, you know? So you, <laughs> so there's awesome. no drugs there. So, yeah, well, I mean, you got to get, you got to keep it close to, uh, you know, somewhere in California. He, he's fine. Don't worry about it. He'll be, he'll find what he needs. It's okay. Um, so my son, Hunter movie.com where you can uh, donate your, uh, pennies or dollars, uh, to help get this movie made, and uh, we're st- everything still on schedule. Yeah, yeah. Uh, starting filming uh, mid October. Um, um, and we've got some very interesting. We're talking to some very interesting people about roles in the movie. We're just not ready to. We haven't signed, and you don't announce until you sign because there's many to slip between cup and lip and uh, you know. But but people are really really enthusiastic and. It's very interesting people are, are want to be involved and uh, and and it's all thanks to basically people like your listeners i mean <laughs> this i cannot i mean this is a story that was suppressed by the mainstream media yeah. suppressed by twitter twitter actually you couldn't share this story on right. twitter and the rest of the media supported that you know so these are the I mean, next time you hear people talk about freedom of speech uh, you know, remind them that they cheered the, uh, the suppression of a story sure by a political candidate a month before an election. They remind sure them did. of that. Phelan uh, Mackler. And, 
help the My Son Hunter movie. Thank you. Phelan, I appreciate it very much. I know you're up against the clock, so I'll let you uh, get out of here. Phelan MacLear, MySonHunterMovie.com, where you can go for uh, information and, of course, donate and help get this movie made. Phelan, we'll talk soon. Keep us updated. I appreciate it, my friend. Thank you. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.